2: I, I do not care for masturbation. It actually just sucks. Um, so you know, just nothing. Just the <laughs> whole thing.
3: I was. Uh.
2: I will speak for myself. I prefer to do things with my partner,
3: That's or fine. with
2: just with someone else.
3: Just what do you mean, or with
2: someone else. Like, like I'm saying, just having someone else touch you instead of touching yourself to me is just perverse. You
3: are someone else,
2: <laughs> but I'm not for I'm yourself. Me. I'm not. am <laughs> someone else. I'm not, and I'm not doing a stranger. I tried it. It's stupid. What does that That's mean? That's where you sit on your hand and make it numb. Shut and then, the f- really fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga tried the, the strong hand and off hand. My left hand is ain't shit. Like was, <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga can't get it done. So what? now I'm in this space where I'm just not what? doing this. This shit is stupid. Right? This shit is stupid. Wait,
3: wait. What? You sit on your hand. <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> Randy, right, this is common
3: knowledge. No, it is not. This is common knowledge. Mikey. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Right, got 2 One, two, three, let me step into the moon. Am I the one you see when you get into
2: the moon? I'd sell them pump them keys while I keep up with the shoes. Got a real nice thing in the pattern of the groove. I can feel it flowing through. I see the song so clear when you roll it down your back. It's a matter of fact. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm Mikey.
3: And I'm Randy. And this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Where we give you an answer <laughs> look into <laughs> our learning, unlearning about grief and learning, unlearning and loving about marriage in real time. Y'all, before Mikey continues with our tagline, I know it may be weird to hear us laughing in the beginning of a grief episode and of this season. But if y'all knew what was happening before we press, press record, trying to get our lives together.
2: You'd laugh too. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with laughing at your struggle.
3: Stop touching your beard on the mic. I can hear it. I love you. I can hear it.
2: Welcome all you (laughs) (laughs) veteran listeners. We're glad that you tuned in. This season's theme, y'all, is grief, uh, where we share the sadness, breakthroughs, triggers, ways life goes on and more since the loss of our son, Noble. In this episode, though, we will be talking about something a little different.
3: We're talking about sex. Yeah, we're talking about sex in relation to grief. So in our first segment, we're going to talk about how grief has affected our sex life because we are still married and we are still alive, and we do still have urges.
2: Yes, and at some point we got to touch. Yeah, and so
3: and so, it's a real thing that we have been having to uh, to deal with.
2: When to Randy do. brought it up, I thought that it was a good idea, but then I was also like, "That's just weird." But we wouldn't be us if we didn't talk about it, um, because literally every season we you know we do have a sex we do episode, have a sex kind episode of a thing because a common theme in marriage is. Sex, which people are 100% aware of. But how does that tie into grief? I thought it was a good idea. And so I was like, all right. I was like, I guess. Well, (laughs) how does deep little conversation that you want us to have? Um, But following that is our break from grief, Mm -hmm. also known as our fight or flight, where today I am going to be confronting Randy about how she struggles to take care of herself and why she needs to never, (laughs) ever, (laughs) ever do this to herself again.
3: Finally. This is the one time I actually know what the fight is about. Mm -hmm. Finally, we'll wrap it up with our PDA segment where we will share something we're proud of or of each other (laughs) and, and, or express gratitude. (laughs) Y'all, we gonna make it. We gonna make it. (sighs) All right, let's get into it.
2: All right. So grief and sex. Um, so a little bit of backstory. So everything has changed, obviously, since Nobles passed, um, including our sex life. In the early days of our grief, we learned that hypersexuality is a side effect of grief, which makes a lot of sense for a couple of reasons. Actually, it was Randy that discovered the, the word for it. Yeah. Because I was tripping one day and I was having a hard time struggling. I was, I was struggling with why. I was like, I was. I was. Why what? I was like horny. I was like, why am I like, I want you right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we're so sad. Mm-hmm. I'm also really drunk. And a little high. And maybe that has something to do with it. I've also only ate like chocolate since nine AM this morning and it's like three in the afternoon. Like maybe there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And I think you ended up looking up me, like, No, that's called hypersexuality. It's like a it's a grief thing. I came up with
3: my grief book that I've mentioned on the podcast. Oh, I thought a few you times. You, had,
2: you looked up the word.
3: No, it it was actually oh, You had uh, already read it. Yeah, I had oh, read about it. I was
2: like, Why do you know this, first of all? But
3: Because I at the Noble Pass, you know, I, I was like trying to intellectualize and it, I wanted Things yeah. to make sense. I wanted grief to make sense, and so I was reading like everything I could get my hands on.
2: Why did you do that this time around? I know this is not on the like the docket, but I remember the first when um, we miscarried.
3: I read Keon. a lot.
2: Keon had came to you and like yeah, he asked his professor about. I'm sorry, Randy's younger brother came and asked Randy like or told Randy like scientific facts about miscarriage in nature.
3: Like they happen in nature, yeah. Because yeah.
2: that was something that he needed to do, or that helped him kind of wrap his mind around it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is the nerdiest, most y'all thing to do. Yeah. But that like makes sense. Like, did that play any role in or you just, you just knew that I you wanted to I just knew
3: I needed to cling to something. Books help me. They make me mm-hmm. feel stable and secure. And learning makes me feel like stable and secure and alive. And I was feeling, I was sure I was dead at the Noble. And so actually one of our gift packages, our care packages, there was a book from the um the therapist that I in am reading or that I read before. Uh, it was a little book and I read it and I was like, oh my God, yes. And I realized she had another book that she wrote first. And I went with that one. Yes. Uh, Dr. Joanne Cassiatore, um Grieving is loving and bearing the unbearable are the two grief books that really got me through in the, in the early weeks. Um, yeah. I really wanted to make sense of it. And I was reading about all the side effects and things of grief and the symptoms and, how they affect your body and one of them is is horniness, hypersexuality.
2: I have never experienced that before in, in any type of loss though. Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it gets it
3: gets you off. You feel pleasure. Like it's distracting. It's it's fun. It's, you know, all the things you're not feeling <laughs> when your when your son has died. You you know, so you just
2: I remember growing up, though, like, you know, my experience from, like, trying to figure these things out comes from, like, movies. I remember seeing movies where, like, someone would die and then, like, the woman would, like, go off and have sex or the guy would, like, go off and, like, find someone. I was like, why you just is this wanna feel something. response to your sister or your mom dying or something? Like, that's just yep. odd. But, nope, made perfect sense. Um, so, <laughs> we decided to talk about how sex has changed or evolved even um, during grief. So, Let's start from the beginning.
3: All right. So in the beginning, if y'all don't know, we um there was an inability to have sex on bed rest. I could not not only could I not have not only could we not have sex, I say I because it felt very personal. But okay. not only could like we not have sex, there was no anal, not that we okay. There was you couldn't do sex. <laughs> <laughs> <Leave it in. laughs> you could not do any anal, any um, you know, vaginal no oral, no orgasms, no orgasms. Yeah, I don't think anyone's what, hearing me. what are they
2: saying. That orgasms put you in danger of yeah, no, because premature you know, when labor
3: you, when you orgasm your uterus yes, contracts. contracts, and the last thing we all wanted my uterus to do is contract
2: because your water had already broke,
3: right? And so my uterus would contract, and my body would be like, Okay, delivery. And they were like, Nope, we need so to. So you were
2: essentially told, Ma'am, just seven months real quick of no pleasure, don't
3: do anything,
2: and then you're but good. I
3: was going crazy and i realized afterwards that i was going crazy because i was also in deep grief right i was grieving the whole pregnancy Mm -hmm. and and so i was really really i was it was a different type of horny than like pregnant women when they're horny but like i was like what is it i was doing everything it was months and months of edging i i just want it was so bad and i hate it i hate it i personally do not
2: okay so for anyone listening right now just do a quick google search pause this google search edging and then come right
3: back. Edging is when you no,
2: I, I, Okay, well, so you, is we're when, back you, now.
3: when you stop yourself from right prime, before, right before you
2: <laughs> Before you jump off the cliff, you stop at the edge,
3: and it's awful. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. And but it, it was, makes for
2: the for a better oh. It
3: was all I could do on bed rest. Yeah, I was listening to. I was. <laughs> I was listening, were you listening to. I what was listening, listening to. Uh, there's there's an app. I got to find the name of the app. It's called... What's it called? It's Audible. It's stories. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh erotic stories. But it's a whole pot. Why like, it's an this? app. One of oh, many man. days that I was she on bad address, me this. But I hate it. I like, <laughs> because people be role playing. And I was like, this is so... Wait,
2: audio versions of porn?
3: No, it's like... Yeah, it's like people are reading erotic stories or or not even reading them. They are... Acting them out. I
2: was like somebody acting out the Zane novel.
3: Yes, or recording. But they're like different stories. Well, why wouldn't
2: they? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay.
3: Yeah, but I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> this is not what I want. I was reading erotic stories, but because I was so damn sad and in so much grief and also so horny, everything was setting me off, and I was. I was having went. I was Yo,
1: awful. I didn't it was know none so of this shit. <laughs> this is I, was, new I was
3: really, really miserable. And Mikey would not touch me for lots of reasons. And the main one was we had to keep this baby in. You know, we were trying to, we were, we were doing right.
2: I was also shutting down my man brain. <laughs> and I don't know for any of the male listeners, uh, that is like, it sucks. It's really hard to do. But like, I needed to not feel any type of sexual energy other than kissing you on the forehead to leave yeah or, like you like didn't just, touch me there was no because randy tried to start stuff a couple of times because randy don't listen to <laughs> the medical <laughs> advice of professionals or i wasn't trying anything. to start
3: things. i just wanted to kiss
2: but you didn't i
3: did just want to kiss the
2: last time you just wanted to kiss we ain't just kiss We're like i just want <laughs> to kiss no you don't we just went through this <laughs> like two weeks ago and you can't be trusted and so keep your mouth away from me.
3: So Mikey wasn't hearing it. So Maya, what's your, that was your part.
2: No, <laughs> no, I wasn't. It, it was very, uh, when I, when we get into these spaces, just like we did with the first baby, just like we did with Drew, when I'm given some clear directions as to what we need to do moving forward, like then I'm, then, then that's the direction that I go in. So if the doctor says, all right, no. And I also know science. I know enough to know, like if you do something, then you're going to like contract and mm-hmm. then like something. So like, because I'm trying to do the only thing that I can do on my uh, on my side of things to help keep this baby here is to like not touch you. Then all right, I will take my little horny ass on somewhere and I'll just go keep taking cold showers. <laughs> and it's, and that's it. And I, I could not shower. Like... so oh, that's, yeah, that's... I couldn't
3: shower. I could I could shower like once every few days because I needed to be laying down because every time I stood for longer than 3 minutes, I'd start spotting. Like I was I was miserable yeah. and so damn scared and so fucking horny and in, it was like, yeah, it was and I'm awful. Not one
2: for taking care of myself like in you know, that, like I I do not care for masturbation. It actually just sucks. Um, so you know, just nothing. Just the <sighs> whole bunch
3: yourself. of nothing.
2: I was uh, I will speak for myself. I prefer to do things with my partner That's or fine. with just with someone else. Just do
3: uh, you mean, or with someone
2: like, else. Like I'm saying just having someone else touch you instead of touching yourself to me is just perverse. You are
3: someone else.
2: But I'm not for yourself. I'm not I'm not someone else. <laughs> I'm not and I'm not doing a stranger. I tried it, it's stupid. What does that That's mean? That's where you sit on your hand and make it numb. Shut and then, the man. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga tried the, the strong hand and the off hand. My left hand is ain't shit. Like, it was, <laughs> <laughs> that, nigga, that nigga can't get it done. So <laughs> now I'm in this space where I'm just not <laughs> doing this. This shit is stupid. Right? This shit is stupid. Wait,
3: wait. What? You sit on your hand. <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> Randy, right, this is common knowledge. No,
3: it is not.
2: This is common knowledge. Mikey. Anybody listening to this will tell you that this is common knowledge. It is
3: not common knowledge. I think knowledge. I
2: learned it from a white show. Growing up in Boy Meets World or some shit. Somebody Mikey, did it that was not on Boy on Meets one World. Of, one of the shows, they talked about it.
3: You sat on your hand until it went numb.
2: Yeah, this was like and a long And it's time.
3: called Stranger a Hand? Stranger.
2: No, it's just called a stranger. You give yourself a stranger because you don't feel it because your hand is numb. <laughs> but you feel it. I'm surprised you haven't tried it, Miss Erotica. <laughs> Aren't you reading Zane books? <laughs> no, I
3: actually have never read a Zane book. i read every other... This I've is never my read age,
2: because people are listening to... The, like, Zane was, like, a thing when we were in middle school anyway.
3: We were not allowed to read Zane. She said, you, don't, you know, she, my mom was like, you can read anything, but you can't read Zane. And I I, I just never grew out of And you follow
2: directions? <laughs> of course. So... You missed out, because they girls, you nasty.
3: I followed her, um facebook page for a minute she has a whole facebook page people write down some crazy stuff um
2: but yeah no i I was i was not hearing it because i was trying to follow directions because i thought that would keep my son and no
3: so then Mm -hmm. noble passed and i was finally clear for sex but it was complicated so while i was medically clear psychologically I was tormented because I was very conscious of every time we had sex or thinking about sex or talking about sex that I was having sex before I was supposed to be having sex. And mm. so like he was born in July, but he wasn't due to November. And so every time, any time we had sex before November, I was very conscious of the fact that my baby is dead. Yeah. My baby is dead. I'm having sex because he's not here. I'm in postpartum already. Like it was just very, it was fucking with me. And it was fucking with me. And like, I don't even know how to say it. Like I was, I was going out of my mind. No, I was just like, and like, it wasn't that we weren't having sex till we were. And for the first few, probably cause the first few months we were like not sober, but, but also because we also missed each other. We went months not doing anything, not touching. You weren't touching me. You weren't kissing me. You were giving me forehead kisses. Like you weren't doing anything, but passing me water, passing me food. So it was nice to be able to like, to be um, with you again. But it was sad. It was so complicated. I was like, this is ridiculous. And see, also,
2: even like in the first couple months of your pregnancy with Drew, I could also still touch you. Like, mm-hmm. there, you know, like there was there wasn't the, hey, this is a high risk pregnancy in your waters already. So like y'all shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It was nothing like that. I was still c- uncomfortable with doing stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but not because the doctor said it was just me. Yeah. And so now I got me and a doctor in my head. Also, just, when we did start having sex, I'm just be real with you. It was super uncomfortable. It was super weird for me. Was it? When I started looking back. Not you, just the the fact that we are having sex right now. I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> there's there's a, there was there was a little bit of shame present. Like really, yeah, man. This is this is shame odd. Yeah. We're supposed to be doing this and sneaking while the baby is close by. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like but this is this is not. It's so weird having what it is that you want and need. And it being at a time where you don't want it or need it to be like, you mm-hmm. know, like it was just it was just weird. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. And I was like and I'm looking at myself like, you know, you fucking mutt. like look at you like <laughs> like you need this. Mm-hmm. You're a horrible fucking person. Like y'all just lost your child. Why are you having sex? You should never have sex ever again, actually, because you're terrible. Yeah. And that's how I talk to myself.
3: And, and then we came and, <laughs> and I had to get on the pill back on the pill. Um, yeah.
2: And Randy's back on birth. Control. I got a low
3: dose pill, which is working and it's fine. Why you do all that? Because you're making a phase like.
2: Because I didn't want you to have to be on birth control again.
3: Right. But I, could, I couldn't stop bleeding, y'all. I couldn't stop bleeding. So there's also yeah. that. So we, we would start having sex and then I start bleeding. I'd have two cycles back to back. I thought I was hemorrhaging. Like I thought something was wrong. I thought she was dying. I was like, no, I'm hemorrhaging. I had the C-section. They did it really quick. I must be dying. And they were like, well, no, it's actually normal to have two cycles back to back after you have a baby but i was like i told my doctor i had to stop bleeding i bled my whole pregnancy and now Mm. you're telling me i may be having two cycles a month until god knows when because with drew that didn't happen because i breastfed her and when you breastfeed exclusively your cycles stop for a time like i don't think i had my cycle till i was till she was four or five months Mm. and so you know and i was still on the mini pill then but like i was like i can't keep waiting for my i I can't keep bleeding anymore i said the baby is gone i'm not pregnant anymore I don't want to be bleeding anymore. And so they put me on a low dose birth control pill, um, which also like, it also helped me mentally because every time I went to the bathroom, I was afraid to see blood and I can't keep having sex with you if I keep bleeding. So like, it was just like, and for no reason, it's not because you're like hitting something. It's not because it's not time. It's
2: because today is Tuesday
3: and my body is still doing postpartum things that it never did before because there's no baby to like help redirect it.
2: (sighs) It was complicated, y'all. It was a lot. And then also on my end, um, feelings were just complicated again because like I need to feel something. Yeah. And in the early days of our grief, I wasn't trying to talk about my feelings. Nope. Because I couldn't, one, I couldn't formulate the words to express them. Um, and also just wasn't open to like to feeling feelings. Like I was trying to numb everything. So, yeah, I was trying to smash. <laughs> and I was like the one feeling I can't identify is that I'm horny.
3: And when we would have sex. That's when you'd open up.
2: Yeah, like when we finally got to like lay down and be close too. Like, mm-hmm. all right, like hey, so now that that has happened, I'm actually I feel sad. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only
3: way I could get you to talk, I
2: now have a clearer mind, and I should probably tell you, I feel sad, love.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was the greatest pillow talk.
3: Yeah, it was.
2: I was being sarcastic,
3: but it was.
2: It like in the concept of it, it wasn't the greatest, but I think it was necessary to just kind of start to open up the door to talking about feelings.
3: Mm. <sighs> it was a lot. Yeah, it was. So, um, Mikey, you're making yes. a face before we move on. What are you thinking?
2: It was just difficult. That was a really rough time. It was you know talking about this because we pod, like, it sucked. All of it. All of it sucked and sucks. I just remember when things were simpler.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, we were
2: younger and didn't have none of this shit in our story.
3: I remember doing six episodes on the podcast and they being, like, fun. Like, you know, I think, I like, it's a, it's a fun, like, sex story. I don't
2: think this isn't fun. I'm more so talking about, like, the story of our life. Mm. Like, the fact that this is a chapter is really fucked up. Oh, yeah, it's. I don't know if you want to leave any of this in here, but, like. No, it's fucked up. And you should. Maybe fine. Like, but that's what's on my mind. This is fucked up. Yeah, it is.
3: Maybe that should be the new title. Grief Sedated About Orgasm. This is fucked up. <laughs> I like
2: it. I accept it.
3: <sighs> so.
2: So you were cleared for sex. But it was complicated Mm -hmm. for all the reasons we listed and others. Um, We're also still living where we're living. (laughs) We still have a daughter to raise. Jesus Christ. Um, But on top of that, sex... And then sex got different. I'll let you take it away from here. So
3: sex got different. So y'all... Okay, so sex does get better after each pregnancy. They say that. (laughs) And apparently it still gets better after each pregnancy, even if you lose the baby, which is fucked up. But here we are. And so... (laughs) I'm not even playing. It's really fucked up, and I, I go ahead,
2: girl. Just say it. Just get it out.
3: Start, y'all. I laugh now. It's weird. After,
2: it's weird. i you finish. It's weird.
3: I laugh after our orgasm because I'm like, this is so trippy. This is so. <laughs>
2: she lying. She said she laugh after orgasm, I do. but she be laughing during during sex. During sex. <laughs> Now, for anyone listening, if you are making sweet, sweet love
3: oh my to
2: your partner, um, please try not to laugh, man or woman, as you do it. As a, <laughs> as a man, if, if you're having sex with a woman and you just start busting out laughing, she's going to think something is wrong with you. Women, if you start laughing while you're having sex with your man, he's going to think that something is wrong with him. I'm just I'm just, I'm just putting it out there for the, from the perspective of a, a male and a female who are in a relationship, as we are, because that is what I'm talking about right now. Randy don't see nothing wrong with.
3: It. I couldn't figure. I was I like. I
2: thought that she was trying to prepare to leave me. I was like, oh, she don't <laughs> no. want to be together no more because she's just like, you la-. okay?
3: I was like, no, what are you doing? Keep going. So what the fuck you mean? Keep going. Y'all, I had no months and months of not being touched. Months and months of not having fun. And your reaction, of not Joker, is to,
2: <laughs> <us> to laugh.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Fuck out of here. I was having so
3: much. Fun. I was just letting myself be. mm and I explained that to you.
2: And this is the origin story of the Joker.
3: Mikey. The name
2: Continue. No, I
3: mean, because in one of the Batman universes, the mom cracks.
2: Yes. And, and I can, thought that's what this was. i not
3: laughing. <laughs> Does it bother you?
2: It did. Does Severely. it bother you? <laughs> Severely. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you thought I was laughing at you?
2: That is not a pleasure response. Correction. That is not a normal a regular one that I have experienced before. That's nah, not true. Like the way that you did it, that is not a How irritable. did I do it, Mike? You really just bust out laughing as if a joke was just told. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? Who
3: was talking to you? <laughs> what did you hear? We
2: told a story about here before. When we were in college and. Uh, Rush Hour Two was playing in the background.
3: We weren't having sex; we were just making. We weren't.
2: Out. We were making out, and, but like the scene came on. He was like, "When was the last time you had sex?" It's a year rat. And Randy just, just like bu- bust out laughing. Yeah, she couldn't It's so like, funny. It's so funny. And so because we was like in the middle of about to do some stuff, it just threw some things off. But you bust out laughing harder than that moment in the middle of us doing things. And like, so I'm thinking, oh I was oh,
3: enjoying she, myself.
2: That's not how I felt. I how, enjoying, that's not what it seemed like the first time. Me? I believed you afterwards, but I'm just telling you. As far what as made you believe me? afterwards when i had time to like (laughs) get my thoughts together like yo that just happened that just happened she think i'm a joke no that's not she think i'm a joke (laughs) this is where i am now and this is this is who you this is all you can be like damn i gotta start thinking about how you gonna split up the items in this basement (laughs) (laughs) like like obviously i'll just let her stay here
3: i was really enjoying myself and i do be really enjoying myself and i hadn't realized (laughs) how much i And that's coming up. But I hadn't realized how much I was like blocking like pleasure receptors. I hadn't even realized how like I wasn't opening myself up to the extreme wide (laughs) ocean universe. I'm not the word for it. The void of pleasure, but in a good way, Mm. because um, I just hadn't realized it. And there's just something about being in deep grief that really does teach you about joy and being grateful and pleasure it is because
2: grief blunts everything for a period
3: i think it blunts everything when you are when you are in denial we were in I, i when i felt like i feel like and i say it to myself over and over again because i do not i'm not perfect at this because there are some days i would distract myself to death to not feel my feelings but yeah. when i feel my feelings when i feel whatever grief is trying to make me feel because it's trying to get my attention about something and when i and when it gets my attention and then i pay attention to it instead of trying to distract myself out of it once i get over that hump which may take days and hours i don't know <laughs> like once i get over that hump i feel like i feel like open like it feels like something in me has been expanded or broadened and so now when we have sex and when we engage in play and pleasure i can really be in it because now I'm not because I'm not so afraid of feeling sadness and anger and and I thought that you were there already I thought I was too Mm -hmm. I really did I thought I was like oh I'm like but I I hadn't I wasn't there's like I feel like having Noble him being in our lives him being born it literally cracked me open it literally cracked me open and it like made me realize all the things that I do want and all the things that I was like neglecting Mm. or, or acting like I didn't want i want to when i have sex i want to have fun and we do have fun we were always having fun but it was like this is Della. this is so much fucking fun this is so good oh my god like i just want to laugh i'm just so happy <laughs> and i I'll love just you crack up okay that
2: was a snippet all of that it was getting, randy rewind the last 15 seconds as a snippet
3: okay all right babe
2: <laughs> well that wasn't it everyone um <laughs> Another thing that made sex different, and I was told that this was a thing after you have a child, mm-hmm. um, that is, you know, like some women just react a little differently, but you did a, a complete 180. <laughs> that is the opposite direction um, than what you have normally done. And so it just takes, it takes more work for you to orgasm. I have to work harder for Randy to Technically to you don't. I do. I literally do.
3: You own, okay. So what do you mean by that?
2: Meaning there are many, many types of women who receive pleasure in many different types of ways. Obviously, science tells us that there is one area on the woman's body that is more sensitive than other parts. And if you stimulate that area, then they will finish. Mm-hmm. It used to be that that's all you required. I have dated women before you. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Most women are perfectly fine with just penetration. And they will come from that. Or maybe not most women in the world, but the women that I have done. Maybe with they they lie. You were one of the ones that was like, actually, no, I'm more this type of stimulation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You have completely switched, and now you prefer—not <laughs> prefer—not prefer—you actually just get more out of penetration. Now
3: I don't know if I get more out of it. You finish
2: for I think you finish faster.
3: I do finish faster with, with penetration.
2: Ain't no family members listening to this episode.
3: The problem is not even a problem. Mm-hmm. I you when you try to in the past we you could give me head right and. Mm-hmm. When I was tired, and, when I was, it did energetic, not matter. It did it was not matter. Ninety
2: seconds. Yeah, we, I did a, we did a, I did a timer. You did one do time a timer just to see. But mm-hmm.
3: now, when my cup is empty, but I still, we still both want to.
2: They could be down there saying ABCs for a good <laughs> hour. we spelling it's just essays. Not one time, I, I wrote the story of Moby Dick.
3: Mike, you know you didn't.
2: Call me Ishmael. Mikey,
3: okay. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I think what's happening is also because I'm, I'm learning how not to intellectualize all the time and overthink mm-hmm. all the time. When you're giving when when it's clitoral stimulation for me, I can make myself huh in orgasm.
2: Now you just make me work though. In in, in, in collaboration in, with oh, okay. you. Okay. Okay.
3: But I'm doing this new thing.
2: Where you are edging me.
3: Where I am being present. <laughs> and I am not. <laughs> I am being present. And I'm not thinking up in my head. I'm not in the clouds. Mm-hmm. And I literally, like the other night, we had that really good sex. You mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I was my, it was really great. And you were like, I had a dream. Was that real? And I was like, it was real. You remember that? Mm-hmm. That night when we, when we were about we were about to do it, I mm-hmm. told my body, I said, I'm not about to rush you. This nigga going to work for it. We going to make it wow. work for it. I'm not going to help him. And this I'm is just the gonna final see, episode of I'm just the Black Women Marriage
2: Podcast. Thank you all for joining us. I'm just going to see
3: what it's like for the process. So Mike, what I'm saying is I've been enjoying the process of our sex lately. You've
2: been fucking with me on purpose. I've not. You just said that you... This is last different.
3: night where I made the conscious decision. So last decision. night you made the conscious Not last night, the last movie. time we had... You know what I mean.
2: So is that what you're saying?
3: I said, I'm going to let him... I'm going to see what he can do on his own. And you, Mikey, do you... It was good. But I
2: always do what I need to yes. do. My, but So why would you make... Why would you make it harder?
3: I'm not... I wasn't trying to make it harder. But you just said... I was trying to give my body i want it to be present that's what i'm saying it's not hard to be present
2: by taking a step a step back and being like let me get like let, let me let him, let him do work
3: i just want it no no that's not what i'm saying uh, okay mike
2: i'll give you a chance to <laughs> <laughs> clarify please
3: i don't know why i like penetration more now mm-hmm. not even more but i don't know why that is what is getting me i don't know maybe because it it i don't know it's engaging it feels like I, you know it's me and you but when we doing his stuff, it's like you know Mikey's doing his thing, and then it's my turn. I do my thing, and maybe sometimes we do the thing together. But when it's like us, it feels like we're like I oh, know it's like a dance now. No, I you're not know, it was this? always
2: like that with me. That's why I'm so confused. I don't know. i you know, I be dancing by myself? No. <laughs> so I just <me> dancing <laughs> Babe, alone.
3: I cannot explain what have your son did to my <laughs> so body maybe
2: before it was the electric slide where we are dancing in tandem around mm-hmm. each other. And we finished the song at the same time. Maybe now it's more tango.
3: Yes. Okay. Like the tango is sensual. Yeah. It's like, because our grief, do you not feel like our grief? I know you feel like this, but our, do you agree that our grief has brought us closer? Yes. Not in like a trauma bonding way.
2: No, just. Yeah. It's
3: like past trauma, but it's like.
2: Yo, there's something beyond trauma bonding, y'all. I don't know the word for it, what it's called yet. It's,
3: it's just love. Yeah, it's something else. Like, it's like, no, I really fucking love you. And this is the only thing in the world that we are the only two people that can. Talk to each other about that has gone through this specific thing, this specific birth, this specific pregnancy together. Like you're my friend. And now I feel like after Noble and us having to like, man, just be in it, especially the early, early days, weeks, and months. Mm -hmm. It just brought us closer. So maybe that's why I'm into like now I'm like, no, I want you like on me. I want to like be on you. I want to like be in connection. I don't know. What do you think?
2: I think you cleaned that up nicely. <laughs> I'm, 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 all right. Okay. You want me to be on? All
3: right. Okay. All right. I'm trying to cut off your point. So I'm working harder. T- yes. Working harder to get ready. So Randy is
2: making me work harder. Well, that's fine. Nick ain't shy. I'm was are you I'm just, upset? Nah. I'm saying, yeah, It's what it is. I enjoyed beating records. Mm. But if now you are leaning more back into the whole, all right, we could take our time, <laughs> then perfectly fine. Just remember that that's what you signed up for. That's my default setting. It is. But so we can go back to my default. You
3: it
1: perfectly I remember fine those
2: with days. me. Okay. About to be nothing but two hour sessions around here, y'all. The next sex episode, we'll catch y'all up on how that's going. <laughs> this whole shit done went beyond what I thought we was going to do. Well, so really? this what is, you oh, oh, yeah. Gonna I don't do. know. We didn't talk about clitoral stimulation and penetration and differences in the vast <laughs> ocean of pleasure well, this now. Is,
3: <laughs> this is having sex while grieving. Coming to you live. Let me really okay. like now. We
2: really do not give a fuck no more.
3: I mean, why?
2: Why? It's a good point. For anybody still listening, thank you all so much for hanging in there.
3: Our advice.
2: Oh, yeah. We have advice on this one.
3: Our we, advice. We don't
2: give advice, y'all. We, we do don't. not. But we do have something for this.
3: Our advice for grieving couples. What you got, love? Um. Okay. So, I wrote. I have to write this now. Pleasure hurts. Healing hurts. Mm. Pleasure hurts. Healing hurts. But and living bodies want to live and we were made to feel more than pain and it's okay to feel good and want to feel good and it's okay that that makes you sad and it's complicated because it is complicated (laughs) (laughs) and I said grief has taught me that binaries are dead everything is gray there's nothing good or bad there's nothing right or wrong it's all gray it's all complicated there are a bunch and bunch of contradictions it don't make no sense how you can be horny after watching a baby die, like and don't being make no sense. So deeply and sad, being hungry and having to use the bathroom and laughing, and none of it makes sense. It's like, how is life still lifeing? How is this duality still like? How is it all just so complicated? And so, that is my advice. Um, it's just that, like, to know that um, it's okay. Like, it's not okay, <laughs> which is your <laughs> point. <laughs> it's not okay, but it's okay it to like, like.
2: You're saying like it is what it is.
3: I mean, I mean. I, I just go back to my earlier point. There is something about grief that grief is teaching me. It's not done, but it's something it's teaching me about joy and pleasure and play. It's something there um, that often makes me emotional because it's like there. It's a part of me that really I don't know. And my therapist asked me. I said something to her, um, something similar to this, and she was like, "Do you think you would have like thought this or, be, or like became this type of person without Noble?" And I was like, no. And without him here, because there's something also about having our babies here that that, you know, the, the lessons that we're, I think we're supposed to get still find us like Drew is teaching us stuff every day. Yeah. But there is something different about having a baby that is not around mm-hmm. physically that forces you to be a bit more introspective. And it forces you to be a bit more. Like,
2: really does. Like, that's a good. Forces. It does force you. Like, it's, it's a, this is, none of this shit is voluntary and none of this is planned. Yeah, what
3: drew it was voluntary it was like, oh, I don't have to do this self work, self development, anything because I got a baby to feed mm-hmm. and she's not sleeping and I could take like two months off and come back to this. But Noble is like, no, like, there is no newborn, but you had a baby. What do you do? You know, like, it's, it's a mind fuck. And that's okay. Because apparently you could still be in a mindfuck. You could still be in the twilight zone and want to have sex. Yeah. And have good sex. Great. And it's it's crazy. Do you think the sex has gotten better?
2: I love you. And we all have spoken highly about the how high quality your vagina is. So, I, mean, I mean, since the Noble. The sex itself has been... Whenever I think that we can't get more intense, <laughs> i my mean, like, oh, shit. There was something else. I'm like, but how? I thought that, like... Damn near having asthma attacks, high, unable to like breathe sometimes, uncontrollable shaking, major, like big sweats, cramps, uh, after like marathon sex matches Where like how, you know, that's the, that's the height of it. That's it. That's when you like, you're done. Like you've reached like the height of it when y'all both are finishing at the same time regularly. It's really, really heightened and intense and there's scratching and there's, but there's a level beyond all of that shit. And it's, it's, I, I didn't, I didn't know. I was unaware. Yeah. So yeah, no. I, I think that I'm wondering what it's gonna be like when we have sex at 70. Now, now that's where I'm at.
3: 70. <laughs> We're
2: gonna be old as shit.
3: You just turned 31. Do I, I
2: know. Ew. I'm giving out my boy. Okay. You'll never say a man's age. What? I don't know. You know, women be saying it.
3: Okay. And your advice <laughs> for grieving couples.
2: I don't like your judgment tone.
3: I'm just, I'm just asking you.
2: My advice is simple. It's gonna be okay, man. Mikey. <laughs> This is a reference to Hustle and Flow. <sighs> Remember when he put her hands on the Mikey, steering can wheel? you? Now, that's a part of my... Is it? No, but that's why I'm just talking now. Oh, I
3: didn't know. I thought you was just playing with me.
2: <laughs> Man, it's going to be okay. <laughs> or it won't. Um, it ultimately comes down to you two pushing through the awkward of it and talking. And what I mean by that is, at some point, the ice has to be broken from the numbness for someone to get to the feels. And so... I think that that ice was broken when we first had sex, which is odd. It's an odd way of breaking the ice, but that's what, that's what it was. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I wasn't in a space where I could again communicate feelings because I was numbing myself and avoiding them because they were too, they were overwhelming, honestly. Mm Um, I started first stuffing my feelings down in the hospital when he was still alive, when he was on the support because I was about to break and destroy that whole little bathroom Mm -hmm. that I needed to go in to cry for a minute to get myself together to come back. Um, And ever since then, I had just been pushing stuff down more and more and more in order to just try to find some type of control in the space that I was in. Um, It's really easy to disconnect, dissociate, um, and just lose yourself in the fog of grief and loss. It's much easier than the work, but that's always the case. Uh, and when it comes to connecting with your partner, at least in my experience, trying and failing is better than not trying at all. So try to find some little faith that it will eventually be okay. May. <laughs> that's my that's my advice.
3: That was deep, baby. Thank you, love. Do you feel like it's easier now to talk about your feelings again? You it's been a few months. It has been is that eight, almost eight months.
2: Easier to talk about? No um easier to feel or better to feel yes Mm. um it's not as overwhelming as it used to be it's just whelming it's just a lot
3: yeah
2: um but it's not gotten me to i'm no longer at the point where i'm like i'll start shutting down at the thought or i'll start i'll start mentally going back to the day and all the worst parts of the day and my worst saddest lowest feelings of the day i'm not there anymore immediately when it's brought up now i'm just like okay what am I talking about in the context of this conversation right now? Because I can do that.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and if other feelings start to come up, I'll more so start to unpack them slowly, piece by piece, instead of just being hit by it all at once. So I am I am dealing with it better comparatively than I did in the early days. But no, it's, this is it's not easy.
3: Yeah. It's not easy. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thank you. As always, it is great to talk to you about this stuff.
3: Yeah. So, engagement, y'all. How does your relationship with pleasure change in times of grief? Are you weird like us? Or are you weird like every human?
2: Mm, that's deep. Mm. I wasn't even on the thing. Let, Let us, us know. know. <laughs> Shoot us an email at blackmailmare at com or leave us a voicemail
3: at 770-750-4098.
2: Those are actual Atlanta numbers. Atlanta added a new area code, by the way, you know.
3: 470? Some,
2: No. Something else. What? Something disgusting. Oh yeah, it's it's oh it's it's horrible.
3: Was it was like eight something?
2: Was, I think it's like a, I don't know. Whatever it is, we are not recognizing it. It's not real. Um uh-huh. if your number don't start with four or four, you're not from. Other numbers is well, not. My number
3: doesn't start four
2: oh four is not if it's not 404 or seven seven oh, it is not Atlanta. Uh or hit us up on social media and let us know what you are unlearning about grief and pleasure.
0: All right. <laughs> Fight or flight.
1: It's time for Randy and Mike's fight or flight. They've held it in all week, but you gon' hear it tonight. tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, cause it's fight or flight.
3: All right, sir.
2: Thank you for singing us in. Ebony, I appreciate it.
3: <laughs> what is your fight?
2: Um, <laughs> no, I think you know, I'll be having a song playing in my head and
3: Do stuff. You? Yeah, every time. Yeah, it's my, <laughs> my shit. It's I got my name, my oh, That's dudes. why it's, it's a, a, a jingle. jingle. It's a great jingle. Yeah, it's
2: like a jingle two thousand jingle. Like Jamie Foxx would be proud of that jingle. Are you not old you enough to know that, J- Mikey? Yes, yeah. From I, Jingles two thousand. we are a year
3: and a half apart. I,
2: I know that you weren't allowed to watch certain stuff. I don't know if you watched the Jamie Foxx show. I watch the Jamie well, fox
3: show. I don't know. It wasn't inappropriate. It was corny. I didn't like it. <laughs> you Love like Jamie Fox. Fox. What? It was corny. I was like, he always trying to get this girl. Did he get this girl? Then they breaking up. I was, I was confused. It was a lot. I was like. Hey,
2: he spent multiple seasons not getting that girl. He didn't get that girl forever.
3: I know, but it was a lot. The whole thing was about him getting this girl.
2: No, it wasn't. It was about his um, it's just music dream.
3: Very anti climax And he could sing. And I was like, this is great. I loved all the times he sang. And I was like, why isn't this a show? It was the show. It was not.
2: I don't know what episodes you saw. This one, I don't think. I don't know if you saw all the episodes. I'm sure I didn't. Because now it sounds like you only saw a certain story arc of the I, show.
3: Maybe I didn't. I mean, I was also a child. How? What year did the show That's come what out? I'm saying so. I was a child, but mm-hmm. I still saw the show and know the reference.
2: But I, okay, just
3: make sure. I don't know. I don't know what you know. I don't know.
2: I know one thing. Why are you talking? That my like fight that? <laughs> is about to be respected.
3: Okay, my What's your fight? Come on.
2: All right, y'all. Simply put, Randy be fucking up.
3: Mikey, what?
2: You be fucking up, man. Look, let me tell you something about yourself. You're fine. I know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know until after you've done key things. Because before them key things happen, you'll be walking around like you know you're fine. You'll be acting like you know you're fine. Sometimes you might catch stuff in the mirror and you would be like, maybe may thought may cross your mind. But you don't be walking around with the arrogance that you should walk around with knowing how fine you are until after you get your hair cut. <laughs> you all Randy let it go. Oh, five months! No, I
3: didn't. It was Randy like two, didn't cut three months
2: since we lost Noble. Let's talk. That's about That's not it. <laughs> true. How long has it been since you cut your hair?
3: I got my hair cut in December before we oh, left shit. for Denver. What, the, what month is it? It is March.
2: Absolutely unnecessary, um, unacceptable. So Randy needs to go back to making sure she gets a haircut every three weeks because Randy got her haircut and she just looked fine. I do. But she recognizes it now, and then she starts acting like she knows it, which is how you should be all the time anyway. I'm not here to tell you, the police, how you feel about yourself. However, I know that you know that when you look good, you feel good. And I need you to continue to take care of yourself in that way, because it was looking, y'all, like Randy was about to lock her hair.
3: <laughs> no, it wasn't. Randy had
2: one more week, and that shit was lockable length. And she was going to be right up there with, with Drew in the same damn length of locks. I think that you are absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I loved when you first cut your hair because it was the first time in a very long time. Since college, that you can get like, that access to your face. I can just see your face. And you look so happy after you got your hair. And there's also an energy that comes off you. So when you came home from the barbershop today,
0: I got you were very happy.
3: I was like, look at you. Oh my
2: God. Okay, I'm sorry. I was very happy. I was ecstatic. Happy. I was like, you look great. I'm really glad that you did this for yourself. <laughs> now I have to figure out how to do the thing that all the rappers talked about when you when I was younger. About how you're supposed to always take care of your girl. Make sure that her hair, hair done, nails done. You Like that's the nigga's job. The nigga got to make sure there's some like money set aside for something. So I'm going to figure out how to do this <laughs> to where it is a line item in the budget to make sure that you get every three weeks at least the ability to get a haircut or styled however you want. Because I love you, I love you. I do. Just need you to continue to make this a priority. It's not just you. It's a, a me thing. I'm working on as well with wearing clothes. Excuse me, with wearing different clothes instead of the same thing all the time. So I, you know, we we've recently donated a lot of clothes mm-hmm. so that we have to see ourselves in something new. Um, gotten clothes that fit, throwing out things that don't fit because we we need to picture ourselves a certain. We just need to see something different on us.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and I think that your hair, your haircut, just kind of inspired that with me. And I finally threw out old sweats and old underwear and old socks and old like just old things that I was really comfortable with that could have lasted another year or three.
3: <laughs> no, it couldn't
2: have. It could have. No, it couldn't have. Look, I have thick thighs and when they rub together, they cause holes.
3: Mike, uh and Drew right. plays with the holes in his clothes.
2: Drew be disrespectful. She saw the hole in my sock and she'll start tickling. She might be like,
3: Daddy, <laughs> you're poor. <laughs> Mikey, stop. I'm like it's your fault, Nigga. Anyway. Mikey. Uh...
2: I don't say it out loud. <laughs> There's <laughs> an episode was...
3: about Drew coming soon. <laughs> don't you worry, y'all.
2: But I love you. I love you too. And I just want you to continue taking care of yourself.
3: I'm not going to fight you because I was looking a little <laughs> you, haggard. You saw it. I was looking a little haggard. You did look like haggard. No, not <laughs> <laughs> I not even like like wetting it, you know, usually cuz it'll shrink back up and like conditioning it. It wasn't like responding to the things. It was
2: like what the fuck is you on? What are you trying to do? It wasn't responding to, to lock the
3: drag. It wasn't doing any of the things that it was supposed to be doing. But no, you're right. I do care about how I look. I do see myself in my head a certain way, but I do not act that way for lots of reasons, but I'm realizing learning that I have learned to like limit myself and shrink myself and deny my true Leo traits mm-hmm. because of how I think it would make me look. But I'm like, fuck all that. They don't fuck keep babies that. here it and don't. it don't make me happy. It and don't. so I'm going to start walking around here. Like I like how I look and I'm going to invest in it mm-hmm. and I'm going to get my hair cut, and not treat it like it's like this secondhand priority when it's no, really, it's, first. It's, it's the priority. Yeah,
2: it's like the second thing on the list behind in the mornings. Yes.
3: Because it was rough. And she had to like pick it before she cut it and you know i'm too dead <laughs> i was like ouch <laughs> that hurt
2: but because of the extra growth the texture of her hair has changed a little bit. doesn't you No, know, it looks good
3: yeah yeah she was like no it's not really that bad you know when everybody puts that in that front of in anything front of it. it's like oh this is awful she's never had to use the pick. usually use like the skinny comb but like mm-hmm. she had like a pick and then she cut it and it took a long time like i i left in like 30 minutes when usually she'd be in and out of like 15 and i was like oh so, yeah, um, I'm not going to fight you because mm-hmm. you're right. I'm going to act like I got some sis. And I don't want to be no frumpy wife. I'm already short. You know, I can't just be out here. I, I got to be, I got to like dress up the mini.
2: She's doing mad shit with her
3: hands and neck. I got to do things. And, befo- and because of me, mm-hmm. it's about you too, because we're married and we're together. And we want we want uh, the other people to look at us <laughs> and to look at me like, oh, yo man, yo wife, you know, we like that that was up. Y'all cute, but it's also for me. You're right. And I don't be acting like that. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do better. Plus your son be nudging me too. I just want you to know that. He be up up there nudging me. No, oh, he
2: would have been saying shit directly because I would have raised like, him to do take so. Take care
3: of yourself, mom. Wash your face. You'd be seeing her your Brush your teeth. Right.
2: The moment my mother do anything nice with her, you gotta hype that shit up.
3: Even Drew, Drew wanna tell you about daughter before we go on. <laughs> I use my fi- confession. I got the face steamer that I talked about in the Wubble Up a Dub Dub episode that we did, mm-hmm. but I had not opened it or used it because mm-hmm. I wasn't prioritizing pleasure play
1: mm-hmm.
3: or self care really. But I've been using it, y'all, and it is wonderful. I, my skin feels so soft. The oils and serums feels like they're like really getting in there. It's wonderful. Okay. Everybody get a face steamer. It's wonderful. Anyway, because I know we're on time. Um, your daughter, I went to go say goodnight night to her, mm-hmm. and she could tell that I had done my face things. She's like, "Oh, mommy, you put." <laughs> You moisturize your face? <laughs> shape butter on your face? You look so nice. And I was like, thanks, you. She just said I look so nice, but she just couldn't stop touching my face because I was like, you stop acting like I be walking around here crusty.
2: Yeah. She was like, nah, mommy, your face was dirty before. And
3: it was dark and she could tell. She was like, mommy, your face.
2: It's nighttime and only light on in that room is her stars. So for her to be able to tell how clear your I face know. is, is hilarious.
3: I was like, dang, I don't really must have been out here looking. dotty." <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> EDA, It's my first.
2: It is your first.
3: Okay. So our bed broke. and
2: (laughs) (laughs) More on that story. Join Patreon because we're going to put up a video because it's actually funny.
3: Our bed broke and our bed broke a few months ago. Okay. But. Why are you
2: lying to the people? This bed broke last year or the year before that. No,
3: it didn't, Mike. You just put the jack under it. So it broke for real this time a few months ago. Yes. And a few months ago, and Mikey had to go to the car.
2: And I had to pull my car jack out of the car, (laughs) like the regular one that comes with your car, like the, the X jack.
3: And he had to put it under the bed to make it stand up.
2: I had to put it under the mid beam to hold up the beam so that the side planks would continue to stay in place to
3: Cause you know, we, we was grieving on a budget and we couldn't, we couldn't <laughs> <laughs> be, we, we it was like, we can't do this right now. We got like other shit to do and to like, we can't do it right now. So we put the, we put the jack up. We should
2: do an episode about how many times the bed broke <laughs> and the reason behind it. Cause I remember every single time that, it's always my fault it's when the bed broke. It's old
3: bed. We it got is. it when we first moved in. We weren't even married. We were engaged. We weren't married. Yeah. We so were having engaged sex. We've had all the babies on this bed. Yes. It's time. It's done this thing. So now. hmm Not even the jack (laughs) is holding the bed up. Jack is done. The
2: jack won't stay in place, y'all, because we have like wood floors. So the jack slid to the right and the whole left side of the bed sank and only is holding up the right side, which I gave up to Randy now so that she would be more comfortable.
3: Okay, so and then so then he manages to kind of get it lifted. Right. But then the bed starts randomly. Slowly. No, remember that I was just sitting. I was sitting minding my business and it just dropped. Like it just, the bed just dropped. So... So we removed, chaotic. The,
2: we removed the, the wood from in between it and the beams. And so now our mattress is actually on the floor.
3: We're on the floor until we get our new bed, which will be soon. But for now, we're yes. even on a budget. We are on the floor. And But
2: because we're not like brokies, right? Like this is not just a mattress on the floor. We still have the bed frame <laughs> surrounding.
3: So it looks like real like high tech, sophisticated. It do look stupid as fuck, y'all. It bucket, looks dumb as shit.
2: It, we... We're gonna share the picture in close friends. Maybe because why not. Maybe. It'll be on Patreon. Um, we'll share it in close friends.
3: Maybe. Time. But no, um, but it's been great. Usually this stuff three years ago, this would have put us we would have been, been so depressed. We would have been like, Oh no, I mean another
2: like, thing. Another
3: thing is happening to it's us. Like a why no more? does God, hate us.
2: We already know why.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to <laughs> Yeah, so now it's just like Okay.
2: You're like, all right, niggas, time to go ahead and
3: get it. And in I bed. really, I, that you know what that is?
2: <laughs> growth. That is growth. That is growth.
3: That is growth. And I love growing with you because it's It's okay. It's okay.
2: I love the spin that you have put on.
3: It's okay. And I, it's been so much fun sleeping on the floor with you. And it's been like. Y'all, we
2: dead ass get out of bed like we getting out of a crib. It's
3: like a fort. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard it's like to a get fort. out of Drew loves it.
2: Drew, you Drew know, does love it. It reminds her of her crib. Drew's
3: having the time of her life. She's three. <laughs> She's completely happy. Groot is eyeing the bed. I
2: keep looking over here. This shit's stupid as fuck, y'all.
3: But I love you. And I love it. And I'm grateful for our bed on the floor together. And I'm I grateful for just come we're about to have. when we get this king that we've been eyeing in our heads. Where we really going to get it this time. Because we, we got are. to. There is no... Um,
2: <laughs> we have no choice. We
3: can't. That. We can't. The Jack said no. And the Bean yeah, we're said we're going to no. go to that
2: drug dealing company. Mattress Firm. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be the first people ever to buy a mattress from Mattress Firm,
3: and um, that place is always very clean.
2: It's because that's where they store. Okay,
3: and that's my my PDA. I love you. This is fun. Happy to do life with you, and all the little things that just that just happen because it's just it's just life, and we've grown. Because three years ago, this would have we would have been depressed, and we are not. There are so many other things to be depressed True. about. No,
2: yeah, this, this, everything is small. This now. is,
3: this is small. So I love you. Okay. I
2: love you too. And it is great sleeping on the floor with you again, just like college,
3: just like college, having to put your matches on the ground. Cause you didn't want to have sex and, and you know, irritate your neighbors. And then that time yeah. my mattress really was on the ground because I didn't have a room yet, but Good times. that was eight years ago. Your turn.
2: So I have to, mm-hmm. because I love you. Um, the first one,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, we did a reel.
1: We did do a reel. That has
2: been shared now on social media. And I'll just keep it quick. It was actually really fun. It was a lot of fun. The laughing that y'all see happening is because we're stupid. <laughs> so there's music playing over it. You we can't did the lift hear challenge. the shit that we're staying. You're saying to each other. We did the lift challenge where you just have to lift your partner different ways. Mm-hmm. Um we did deadlift, what? Hip thrust squat, hip thrust and bench press. Bench press and it was hilarious
3: shout out to ebby and jamal we really Regina's. appreciate y'all texted me. she was like there's really no excuse to not <laughs> do this i was like what did you use to prop it up she was like i used my tripod but you know that you can use anything
2: because it's just a phone
3: and i did not text her back and <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we did it we did it I, was, I well at first i put the question out there because if people answer then you kind of like have to yeah um but we didn't it was fun it was fun it was just fun to do something fun with it you. was fun, you fun to play like laugh and play yes because we haven't in a while. Yeah. Um, we were saying a lot of goofy shit to each other. I swear to God, we're not actually weak, but the amount of laughter that we were doing made us struggle to do some of the stuff.
3: And we definitely like haven't touched each other in that way mm-hmm. in a long time. Usually when we're touching, it's kissing, hello, goodbye, good morning, good night, mm-hmm. sex, but not really play. Or like running from Drew, you know.
2: Yeah, we don't we don't play fight or wrestle anymore.
3: Yeah, we used to. We used to like play together, and so this was really nostalgic.
2: It was. Man. I just really enjoyed doing it with you. It was fun. You're stupid.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm stupid. <laughs> Group stupid. Um, yes, you are. So if y'all haven't seen that, it's on our Instagram page. Please check it out and just laugh at us because I hope that we I I have fun with you.
3: Link it. I have fun. I had fun with
2: you. Um, so that's the first thing. The second piece of pda this is specifically aimed at you Mm -hmm. um so you are in full swing in your program which you are talking about on the podcast
3: yes i'm in a business coaching program and a podcast managing program coming up so
2: you're on like your big girl shit Mm -hmm. i'm just really really proud of you thank you this is not an ad I bought you a watch
1: a while ago <laughs> yes. from a
2: black owned company mm-hmm. called Tally Twine. It's very nice. I don't know if anybody from that company listens to us. I have reached out to them like multiple times, like letting them know, like, this shit fire. Like, they actually have really great watches. They are very stylish, which they already know. Again, this is not an ad.
3: Yeah, they haven't paid us to say this. They have
2: not. Um, I just like the shit. I love watches, but they have really like quality of watches. So I got Randy like a, you know, Pearl Face watch with a red band. I was like, it was like two years ago um i was like this just screams i'm about my business and i just wanted to congratulate you on like your business um and so you wore it you wore it today and it made me really really happy because you're the shit thank you <laughs> like i like her taking on like you know like i'm I'm gonna wear my nice shit we're not supposed to wear our nicest shit when we die you know i know carmen shared a post like i think like two years ago something on social media that like carmen is our friend me. yeah um It was like like black people have to stop doing this thing where we keep saving our nice shit for when we're trying to say like to do something with our nice shit. Yeah. Um I just started wearing my nice shit. And it's just nice to see you put on your nice shit.
3: It's nice to wear nice shit. I've been putting on perfume after I take a shower. You know, like a little thing. I'm like, I just why am I waiting to go? I'm gonna go to bed. Why are you
2: waiting? Why are we holding on to this stuff? Yeah. Why are we holding on to this stuff?
3: That's a nice that thing's saved Versace. It's a little simple. Pieces, and mom got presage? me from. I, I I think it is. I don't know, but it do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: good. My baby got six
3: and I still got my Beyonce perfume. That is that Drew has found. Anyway, I'm listening.
2: That's it. I love you. I'm I proud you of too. you.
3: Thank you for Mike. being
2: on your grown woman shit and wearing your grown women attire. Thank you. And taking on your power role and like doing this shit. You're doing great. Thank you. That's it. <sighs> now just don't forgive me when you blow up.
3: <laughs> I won't stay. Remember it.
2: that the point of this. It's for me to be a
3: stay-at-home dad. Yes, 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 yes. I know.
2: With my cars
3: and my (laughs) hobbies, as you do all the
2: working, I take care of the home. I know. You know I'd be like a fire interior decorator if that's all I had to do. I know. Yeah. 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 Hey.
3: Okay. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is hosted and co-produced by Mikey and Randy Chapman. All episodes of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast are edited by Randy Chapman at Wordy Productions, a podcast management company.
2: The podcast management company. We are now and still available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite streaming services. Mikey. Rate us.
3: Five stars.
2: What's wrong with you? Why are you talking like that? That's my professional ad at the end of the thing voice. Why do you
3: wait to the end to use your professional voice?
2: Because I'm not professional in the middle, in the beginning.
3: The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast (laughs) fight or flight jingle was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details in our show notes.
2: Thanks, Ebony. To support our podcast, consider joining us on Patreon at patreoncom slash married
3: There, you'll get unedited episodes, edited and free episodes. Definitely, I know y'all tired of these ads. Go ahead, I'm going over there. Zoom meetings with us and more.
2: Yes, there's a lot of more. Check it out. We're definitely worth a look.
3: I deserve to be with somebody as fly as me. Somebody that's. <laughs> Fly, (laughs) And be sure to check out our website www.blackmillennialmarriage.com Also social media platforms On Instagram we are
2: Black Millennial Marriage
3: On Facebook we are
2: Black Millennial Marriage Podcast And
3: on Twitter we are Unavailable At underscore the Chapmans
2: Thank you again for listening y'all Be
3: blessed Don't settle Fight clean
2: Peace When you get When you get One, two,
3: three Let me step into the moon